0: From Digitiki.com.
1: So today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you how to paint. So the first thing we have to do, we have to have a stretcher covered with velvet, because velvet now is a very fashionable material.
2: hope you enjoy this little tropical sunset type scene, and I look forward to painting with you again. Until then, happy painting. Welcome.
1: Quiet Village.
0: Welcome back for another visit here at the Quiet Village. I am your host, Digitiki, coming to you direct from Digitiki. Dot com broadcasting deep in broadcasting from deep in the heart of the quiet village and I have a fun show stopping by later on is a wonderful velvet artist that I found um, many of you probably have not heard of this artist yet and I'm sure you will um, uh, she's a wonderful artist out of Portland named uh, she goes by the artist name of Ray W R A Y and you are going. To love her artwork, and she's going to be stopping by via satellite because we're still in quarantine mode. Got my Mai Tai right here. Got my, well, mm, that smells good. And um, so let's get started with some music before we get into the interview. I wanted to let you know um, Ernie Minahuni. Now, if you've been following the show for quite a bit, you'll know that I, I got to interview Ernie um, a few years back, and sadly, he passed away. Wonderful man. He was wonderfully fun to interview. Uh, he was an entertainer, Hawaiian entertainer from Hawaii, and uh, he was entertaining all over Vegas and uh, the Southwest and and whatnot. Um In the 50s and 60s, he called Tucson his home, that's where he settled, and uh, luckily I got to interview him and see him perform twice, once at the Contiki in Tucson, which is a wonderful, beautiful setting, and once at his ranch in Tucson, where he had a huge luau, it must have been at least 100 people, um, that he held every year, and it was really nice. And if you're a record collector of Hawaiian music, you'll know that there's Ernie Minahuni records out there. And a lot of them are autographed, which is kind of cool because I think he sold most of them at his shows. And um, sadly, they have not been put out on CD until now. Actually, I believe it's his keyboard player. Uh, his pianist has been putting these out from the master tapes on CD, and they are selling like hotcakes. In fact, a couple of them have already gone out of print, uh, and I believe there's a few more in, in the works. I, I, the plan is to get all of his albums out. So I'm going to play for you two songs, one from... Each of two of the albums, I believe three albums are out now, but I'll play you two from Ernie Menahuni's. These are his newly released CDs. They've been remastered, and we're going to start off with one of my favorites, very upbeat tune. Ernie had such a wonderful voice, and this is um, this is the title track to Ernie Menahuni's album, "Back to Aloha Land," right here on the Quiet Village. One, two.
3: Got my eye on a palm tree and a shoe full of sand. I'm back where I want to be, back in Aloha Land. Got my toe on a surfboard and the feeling is grand. No troubles can come aboard, back in Aloha Land. You can bet this time I'm gonna stay Cause I've got my sweet young wahine And I know where I stand I'm back where I wanna be Back in Aloha Land I'm back where I want to be. Back in Aloha, back in Aloha, back in Aloha. Tree yellow bird, you sit all alone like me. Did your lady friend make her nest again? That is very sad, make me feel so bad. You can fly away in the sky, away. you're more lucky than me. I also have a pretty girl. Not with me today, they all the same, the pretty girl. Make them the nest, then they fly away. Yellow bird, up high in banana tree. Yellow bird, you sit all alone like me. Better fly away in the sky away Picker coming soon, pick from night to noon Black and yellow you like banana too They might pick you someday Wish that I was a yellow bird, I'd fly away with you. But I am not a yellow bird, so here I sit, nothing else to do. Yellow bird, i high in banana tree. Yeah. All alone like me Did your lady friend Leave her nest again That is very sad Make me feel so bad You can fly away In the sky away You're more lucky than me You're more lucky than me You're more lucky than me Yeah
0: beautiful uh in the tiki world we don't often hear that song with the lyrics but there are lyrics to that song that was yellow bird from ernie menahuni his newly reissued cd was hawaii's suntanned irishman and that's what he was known as and he wasn't irish but one of his hit songs that he used to do live was danny boy and he had such a beautiful voice that um it just you know the Irish community really just took to him, and he became billed as uh, Hawaii's suntan Irishman, even though he wasn't Hawaiian. And then the, the Ernie Minahunee tune right before that was the title track to his reissued CD, Um Back to Aloha Land. Hope you enjoyed those. Okay, we have a velvet artist coming up, so I think I'm going to use the rest of this space to really set the mood for beautiful tiki velvet art, which is dark and mysterious and and really neat. So let's let's move into some tunes. Let's do a, a set um, music for velvet art. Here we go, right here on the quiet village. <makes noise> Okay, great set right there. At the top of that set, we started off with South Sea Island Magic by Arthur Lyman from his Pearly Shells album, Great Mellow Tune, Love Me Some Lyman. And then in the middle of that set, a classic Mina Bird by Eden Abes from his classic Eden's Island. And whatever happened to Mina Birds? I remember in the 70s when I was a kid, everybody had Mina Birds were a big pet. Now they're just, you don't see them anymore. And then that last tune was my personal favorite, Gene Reigns, the Enigma himself, from his album Rains in the Tropics. That was Lonely Winter, and I hope that doesn't forebode what's happening with all this coronavirus. I hope we're not in for a lonely winter, but just in case we are. All right, so let's get rolling. I'm going to start off this next little set with some more Music to Paint Velvets by... With a really good friend of mine uh, from the leader of Tiki Joe's Ocean, Andy Nizal, with a great tune called Enchantment. <music> Okay, that tune. Actually, let's start at the top of that set. We had um, Enchantment by a good buddy of mine, Tiki Joe's Ocean from the Soul of the Sea album, then followed by Kavakon, who have played on here many times before from their album, Tiki for the Atomic Age, Polynesian Poppies was the tune. Yeah, a real short tune that was really kind of interesting from an artist I've played, I think, only once before. Christopher Groot, from his album Sailing Ships and Tarot Cards. That was a cool tune called Voodoo Clues. And then that last tune, I, I actually picked that because of the title and also because of the vibe. It was a little more... Synthy, um, I'm not sure what you'd call it, but it kind of had a bit of an exotic feel to it from 1985, the Ancient Dreams album. Patrick O'Hearn, which is somebody I've not played here before, used to be the bass player for Missing Persons and also was bass player for Frank Zappa for a while. And then in the 80s, he started his own kind of real spacey, dark, I don't know if you'd call it new agey, because it really wasn't kind of new agey, but it was dark, synthy. Uh, moody stuff, uh, very cool. That was a tune called "Beauty in Darkness," and I actually picked that because of the um, because of the subject matter, "Beauty in Darkness." So we're gonna we're gonna talk with an artist who does velvet paintings, and that describes uh, velvet paintings right there, "Beauty in Darkness." So not too long ago, I was perusing uh, eBay, and as as I do, and um, I happened to say, oh, I'm gonna check out velvet paintings and just see what's there. And of course, there's the gambit. But I found this set of velvet paintings that was on sale individually, of course. Um, beautiful velvet paintings. Some of them really small, like f- five by sevens. Of volcanoes at night and it was very tropical very tiki-ish and I thought wow these are cool and finally I found one I just I couldn't say no any longer it was volcanoes with um, looking at an exploding volcano island with uh, you know uh, silhouetted palm trees in the foreground and I just loved it got it And when I unpacked it, it arrived, and it was even prettier than it was on the eBay listing. So I had never heard of this artist before. It was new. The artist was named Ray, W-R-A-Y. So I had to track this artist down, and I did. And so now we're going to meet uh, a brand-new Velvet artist that many of you probably haven't heard of before named Ray. Okay, I am here with the artist known as Ray who uh, I have just discovered on my own, who does wonderful exotic or tropical, I guess tropical exotic velvet art, which um, is very, very cool. Welcome, Ray. Welcome to the Quiet Village.
4: Hi, Mark. Thanks for having me on.
0: Um, so velvet is such a cool medium, and um, i you've heard of Rob Hamill, right? Yes, I have. Yes, I've, I've interviewed him once before, and we talked about how Velvet had this kind of kitschy, you know, it had this kitschy, I, I don't know if you'd call it stigma, but, you know, Velvet art, I think, is can be really beautiful. Tell me, how'd you get into doing Velvet?
4: Um. Well, I guess, you know, I had always wanted to do it, and I had started trying it out on just painting blackboard which as a practice but it's so so different than when you actually get into painting on velvet so i had started it wasn't really working for me i kind of abandoned it for a while and then you know the pandemic hit and i have been at my house constantly so i went out one day and i found an art supply store that carried velvet and i just brought it home and did it and it was so fun so immediately fun for me and it just you know it glides on there and it kind of it's interesting how you control it and you can kind of smooth it out so nicely it just yeah it kind of happened that way i've just always been into kitsch of all sorts all sorts of you know defunct um, art forms from the second half of the 20th century. You know, I just, I love it. Like neon and, and tiki. And this was a way that I could kind of get into those things, like in a very tangible way.
0: Well, to, to those of you who haven't seen her art yet, she does a lot of volcanoes, which I think is really cool yeah. because it, I never thought of it before, but it's a perfect, kind of medium for dark black velvet because you can do that real contrast of you know a a volcano going off at night which looked really cool and the one i got which had the leaves around the edges the the foliage which i thought oh my god i've got to have that one that was the one i was like i gotta have it
4: oh thank you and uh
0: and if if you if you look on ebay and you see like two or three people watching all your other ones one of them's me
1: <laughs> because I like all your stuff. Oh. So, um... is it hard
0: to do it because on on black because you're doing it in reverse, right?
4: Yeah, it's interesting. It's kind of changed the way I think about everything in the world you know i see something and if i see a highlight i'm thinking about it and how it would translate to velvet because you know instead of adding it's reductive you know you're you're using the black that you already have and you're kind of thinking about painting in highlights so how many how little marks actually can i put on this page to get the desired effect so it's, yeah, it is interesting to think about it backwards. I actually tried painting with my mother a couple of weeks ago, you know, normal just painting on a board and I, you know, it kind of hurt my brain to try to go back the other way again. It's it's interesting in that way.
0: Yeah, very cool. Now you've, you've done a lot of different volcanoes. You've done some, um, there's a, it's a green village looking one, right? With a hot. Yeah.
4: Yeah, that one I have up right now, yeah. I just, you know, I just try to have fun with it. And the volcanoes kind of just happened by accident. And I have the most fun painting those, because I've, you know, I want to straddle the line between realism and like a, you know, cartoonish, more kitschy thing. Mm -hmm. And so I try to make the volcanoes look almost like cumulus clouds, you know, like big, puffy, you know, exaggerated clouds. And, oh, I lost my train of thought. There we go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it happens to me every day.
4: <laughs> yeah. I mean, those are really just the most fun for me to paint. And, and um, people seem to like them the most. Honestly, you know, I never thought that I would be putting these out for anybody to see ever. I just really? kind of did it on a, on a lark and it sold. And I thought, hmm, well, hey, this is cool, and I like doing it. So, yeah. So yeah. the
0: velvet that you use is is really short because I've noticed, like, you know, in the in the in the uh, like the yarn or not yarn, so yardage stores, the velvet yeah. is really thick and plush. And you have how do, is that a specific kind of velvet?
4: This is Velour. velour. So- it's a little bit different it's, or velvet paper. It's really, really short, you know, hairs and the longer the hair you get on there, you know, or the longer the fibers, the harder it is really to control it. So I've been working with, with this velvet paper that I really, really like. Um, but yeah, it just, it changes with how long the hair is.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it seems I, I've noticed cause I, You touch it and say, Wow, that's really short.
4: I'm not quite sure, you know, at what point you can't really paint on the velvet anymore because it's too long of a fiber.
1: Mm -hmm. You
4: know, I've seen velvet paintings on various, um, I guess, map, you call it. I'm not sure. Uh But but yeah, it seems to, you have a little bit more control with it the shorter it is. Yeah. I've seen, I've painted on some velvet that I've gotten from the thrift store and it, you know, it, depending on how old it is, it will just like come apart or, you know, just you have to stretch it so, so tight to be able to get it to um, take direction from your paintbrush.
0: Yeah. So what other, um, you said you like mid-century stuff and
1: oh,
4: yeah.
0: peaky and tropical. What, um, how'd you get into that? I mean, what gave you the idea?
4: You know, I guess when I first moved to Portland, Portland's like a very, um, Portland's really into dive bars and velvet. There's so much velvet, so much like loungy, kitschy bars in town. Um,
0: well, now I really have to come to Portland because I love finding little dive bars. There's a lot of them in, in the valley in LA and I like to yeah. I always like to find them. It's fun. Yeah.
4: The Tonga Hut's really great.
1: Yeah.
4: I love that bar. I went last winter, and mm-hmm. I was so grateful that I got to go. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's there's just a lot of that around Portland. And I, and I guess, you know, really, when I went to Hala Pele, the, like, greatest tiki bar ever that's in town here, real close to where I live, it kind of changed – my mind about Tiki and I just got so deep into it. And I I guess too, since I've seen the world changing more and more as I get older, Mm -hmm. um, I have a nostalgia for these things, these things that are, you know, basically going extinct like neon and Googie architecture and like Tiki, you know, essentially. But yeah, I guess that's where my interest in that kind of lies i feel like velvet kind of fits into that puzzle somehow
0: Mm -hmm. do you do any other artwork other than painting you sculpt or anything
4: um well i i majored in printmaking and sculpture in school Um, i haven't done it for quite a long time um but i've been i've been kind of branching out and using the velvet paintings in a way that is completely non-traditional for that particular art form I've been using a lot of cut out pieces to make these larger scale kind of abstract pieces out of it. So it's, it's been cool. It's been, it's been taking me down a new lane that I wasn't expecting.
0: It's, it's cool. I like what you're doing. And the, the interesting thing with velvet, like I said, and I, I, I talked with Rob Hamill a few years back, you know, we were talking about the, the classic dogs playing poker velvets or the, you know, the velvet Elvises and, and stuff. There, there are some wonderful art pieces. I mean, I think of, um, Lee tag and Tyree who have done velvet. Some of them are going for a lot, a lot of zeros at the end.
4: Yeah. totally.
0: And, uh, it's funny how, um, you know, it's, it's still sometimes thought of as, as, as kitschy, almost a non art art, but it, it really can be, phenomenal I mean there's some wonderful art uh velvet pieces that that I've seen once in a while and some of them just pop up on ebay and I think wow that's gorgeous yeah And I can't afford it but it's gorgeous <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't have the wall space for all of it but um it's really neat uh when there's an artist that can actually bring it up to something that's that's so cool so any uh, advanced previews of of what you've got coming up. Do you have any other ideas of what you're going to paint?
4: Yeah, well, you know, I've been working on a couple things. I have some framed ones that should be coming out soon. They're kind of just drying now, but I've also been working on, like, a food from the 50s series of, like, you know, kind of gross old food that you wouldn't really want to eat.
0: Like the gelatin molds and stuff? Gelatin
4: molds, green beans, you know, TV tray dinners, all that stuff.
0: That's awesome.
4: It's been fun um, to do that. But yeah, you know, I really love, I love the gambit of Velvet art, you know, it can be really poor or really great, but there's this language pretty put in there, you know, of like the imagery that Velvet wants to be. And I just think it's so cool that it can be anything and it's totally acceptable. It's such an unpretentious art. I just really love it. I Yes,
0: I think that's a good way of putting it. It's unpretentious. Yeah. Whether whether it's very basic and cheesy or really, really, you know, artistic, high artistic value, it's, it's really neat. It's fun. And there's also something to me, I, I don't want to get too poetic, but there's also something about the fact that the velvet is so deep That it, yeah. it's like there's nothing there it's like a void there's right. no light reflection
4: mm-hmm. yeah i think that's part of what makes it so appealing it adds a slickness to it that i just really like and i feel like that makes it just fit into these rooms like a, you know like a tiki basement or a tiki mm-hmm. bar it's just perfect for it 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 It's like, to me, like the visual representation of like Exotica music, you know? There's like a a slickness to it, like a nighttime feel.
0: Yes, there's a little bit, it's dark and a little bit mysterious. Yeah, because it's almost too dark and you think, well, there's more back there, but you just can't see it because it's dark. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Very similar.
0: Very cool. Feeling. Very cool. Well, tell me, um, since I got you on, how people can find your stuff? I know you're on eBay.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah, for now I'm on eBay with smaller pieces, but I actually just finished um, my website. Well, it's it's going to be coming out very soon. It's mm-hmm. Established at least, um, but bigger pieces and custom pieces I'm going to have at velvetray.com.
0: Very cool. W R A Y.
4: Yes, spelled with a W. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: cool. It was neat to find you when I when I, I I saw your stuff online and when I saw that one with the le- with the foliage, I thought, okay, I'm going to pull the trigger and it came and i thought wow it's even prettier in person
4: oh, thank you thank and you. i
0: thought who is this person i've got to find out who they are because you know okay. there's not many people that are doing it there was a brief period in in the tiki scene where some artists were experimenting with it they they put out a few pieces and then not really many more and it's nice to see somebody doing it because in the whole tiki scene, there's they there's people that collect like crazy, and velvets are one of the things that people really like to put up in their tiki bars. So
4: yeah, I know I really want to try to do TikiCon this next year. Oh um, yeah, but I'm not sure how many people they're letting in. I know that there was kind of a, you know, of course the pandemic shut down one from this year so i think they're pretty full but fingers crossed i'm gonna try to do that
0: the the cool thing about the tiki scene now is that there's so many um there's so many artists you meet them at the tiki events and you talk to them and you get to know them and you know it's kind of cool there's it's there's not this divide you know or this the wall of
4: yeah. Yeah. It seems all very accessible. It's really it cool.
0: It, it is. It's a really nice group of people.
4: You get to be part of this world that other people share this interest. It's so cool. Yeah,
0: it's nice. And it's kind of escape from from stuff, you know? You can kind of pretend that you're a million miles away for a short time.
4: Yeah, totally. It's like the same feeling that like Halloween gives you, you know? It's like yeah. Total escapism. I don't got to worry about anything. It's really nice. But it's so cool that you take your time to do this, to share with everybody. It's so great. It's
0: fun. It's it's a lot of fun. And that's that's basically where I'm at. At my age now, it's like, I want to do what's fun.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, like that Ema Sumac show that you did was so great. I just went on a really long road trip. And I, I listened to that episode several times And I was down working on an Airstream. Me and my boyfriend bought an Airstream through this whole thing. And we've been working on it.
1: Cool! I
0: Uh, want to... Where'd you find it?
4: We found it in his parents' hometown. So it lives at his parents' house in Northern California right now. Because we live in a studio here in Portland. There's no way. But um, we found it on Craigslist. And it just happened to be in the town, which was so nice. Because I was really worried about moving them it's a 1975 airstream and so you know they're old they, yeah. they break in half and but but we we got it it's totally gutted um it's scary right now but one day it will be really cool but we were you know listening to your podcast with his dad who loves it and was having a great time
0: oh cool that's great see one of my one of my dreams is to Find a gutted airstream and and turn it into just a tiki bar inside. Yeah, so cool. Not a place to sleep, but just a tiki bar. That's
1: a great idea.
0: uh, I don't have much room in my house, and so we just don't have the space. And I thought, oh, I'd love to get a little airstream and put it in the backyard and turn it into a little tiki bar, so I can just go out there and lock the door and just (laughs) you know put on Exotica and be out there.
4: Yeah, and you know, the cool thing about it, if you don't want to use it for travel, if you wanted to put it in your backyard, it'd be so easy. Yeah. Live fun. That's yeah. a cool idea.
0: So, Ray, the artist known as Ray, thank you for coming on the Quiet Village. Mm-hmm. And everybody go out and look for her stuff on uh, eBay. Now, you're not under Ray on eBay, right?
4: No, I'm not. Um... Usually all of my paintings will say Black Velvet Painting, Tropical Volcano Landscape, or Tropical Tiki Idol, something of that effect. Yeah. Um, I, I think I may start putting Ray in the title, just in case anybody's specifically looking for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should. You yeah. Know, exploding Exploding Volcano by Ray.
4: Yeah, yeah. I think I might start
0: doing that. Very cool, very cool. Well, thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Everybody get out there and look for her stuff. She's brand new. um, Actually, not even on the scene yet. Brand new, getting on the scene, and her stuff is very cool. And I have one. So there. (laughs) Thank you. Aloha. Thank you. Aloha. Thank you. Big mahalo out to ray for coming on the show she was really wonderful to talk to and i encourage all of you to go and check her art out and i will have links in the podcast section of digitiki.com with this episode Uh, by the way i used the velvet piece that i purchased from her um as the cover art so you can actually see what they look like and they are very cool and uh, i want to get another one um Anyway, thank you so much, Ray, for coming on, and hopefully I'll have you on again. That would be great. So, my Mai Tai has been empty for quite some time now, so <laughs> that means we've come to the end of another episode here at The Quiet Village. I want to thank you all for listening, and... um Uh, what am I, what else am I going to say? Oh yes. My usual spiel. You, you can, uh, you can find out the songs used on this and all past episodes by going to digitiki.com, the newly revamped digitiki.com. And you can see a list of all of the episodes and the songs used in those episodes. And you can visit the quiet village at any time by going to Digitiki.com and clicking on Quiet Village Radio. It's Tiki 24-7, and I know that Alexa will play. If you say, Alexa, play Quiet Village Radio, it will, it will find it for you. So it's there, too. It's on Utoons and on, um, oh my gosh, what is that? Um, at TuneIn, that's it, in. So you can get it on your in app or on, online, either way. Thank you for visiting, and uh, like I've been saying recently, um, I hope all of you are safe. I hope you at least find some joy in some peace of your life during this crazy time. And always remember, when you go to bed, make sure you left the world just a little bit better than when you found it this morning. And don't just say aloha live aloha and that's why i'm going to play this wonderful tune that i found it is not tiki at all but i you know i am a fan of bob ross as i'm sure a lot of people are he's that the painter on on pbs very calming and i found this on pbs someone actually did a remix song with bob ross uh, with him talking, and it's wonderful, and I just love it. And since we're doing painting with tiki art and uh, velvet art, I thought, why not Why not end with this song? So here is a wonderful tune. Uh, it's Bob Ross remixed called Happy Little Clouds. Until next time, everyone, stay positive and aloha.
2: Hello. I'm Bob Ross, and I'd like to welcome you. First of all, let me take just a moment to thank you for allowing me back into your homes. If this is your first time with us, let me extend a personal invitation for you to drag out your oil paints and paint along with us each week. Let's go over to the canvas here, and let's get started. I believe, I believe, every day's a good day when you paint. I believe, I believe, it'll bring a lot of good thoughts to your heart. I believe, I believe, I believe Every day's a good day when you paint I believe I believe it will bring a lot of good thoughts to your heart. Let's build a happy little cloud Let's build some happy little trees There are no limits here You start out by believing here You can almost paint with anything All you have to do is practice There are no limits here by believing here This is your world You're the creator Find freedom on this canvas Believe That you can do it. Cause you can do Give it a little touch Give it a little push Make love to the canvas, Make love to the canvas. Give it a little touch yeah. Give it a little push, push, it. push, it. push. push. Harass it Very gentle grab, grab it, it. lift, it. lift it. it, fluff it You can go on <laughs> and on and on Back and forth, back and forth, and forth, layer after layer after layer, let's build a happy little cloud, let's build some happy little trees, there are no limits here, you start out by believing here, it's that you're a world, you're the creator, find freedom on this canvas. believe that you can do, that, you can do, cause you can do, it. you can do, Relax, let it flow. Think like water. Relax, let it flow. You can go on and on and on. We don't make mistakes. mistakes. We just have happy accidents. You can do anything that you wanna do. Total power. Sing along, have a good time. This is your world You're the creator Find freedom on this canvas Believe That you can do it Cause you can do it Cause you, 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 you can do it you can do it I believe I believe Every day's a good day when you paint I believe I believe you'll bring a lot of good thoughts To your heart I believe I believe Every day's a good day when you paint I believe, I
1: believe It'll bring a lot of good thoughts to your heart